welcome to Kid Reads. I'm your host, Tara. Today we'll be reading The Journey of the Noble Narble by Daniel Errico, illustrated by Christian Colabelli. Far below the ocean waves, a narble lay in bed. All night long, his narble dreams kept swimming in his head. He dreamt of swimming up to see the sky above, lit up by the sun in colors he just knew he'd love. But narbles never swim that high. Their fins were much too small. Their tails were thin and floppy, which didn't help at all. The narble liked his fins and had no problem with his tail. So when he woke, he knew that he just couldn't, wouldn't fail. I'm swimming up above the waves to see the sky of blue. I've never seen it even once, and now it's time I do. But other narbles warned him that he shouldn't swim so high, as did the blyfish family that always swam close by. No narbles ever swum that high. It simply isn't done. A blyfish might just make the trip, but we know you're not one. Narbles don't have flappers like all us blyfish do. You don't even have coggers like the swimming gungaloo. But the narble didn't listen, and he left his friends behind. No silly blyfish family could ever change his mind. He swam up past the boulders made of spongy, gishy gosh, and flew right by the herd of floating, feeding fipplefosh. His fins were getting tired, but he knew he couldn't stop. So he kept swimming faster, trying hard to reach the top. Just then, a hungry workle blocked the narble with his fin. He grabbed him by his tail and brought him right up to his chin. I've never had a narble. This would be a tasty treat. But you're too thin and tiny for big old me to eat. So the narble just kept swimming and didn't dare to stop until he heard the sound of a great big bubble pop. He turned around to see that he was in a bit of trouble. The sound he heard was that of a silver subalubble. The narble tried to hide somewhere that he could safely stay, but the subalubble saw him and was headed right his way. Oh, Mr. Subalubble, please don't eat me up for lunch. I'll bring a yummy plant instead for you to sit and munch. I've never seen a narble try to swim this high before. What is it, little fishy, that you're here looking for? If I could see the sky just once, I'd be a happy fish. To do one flip above the waves would be my only wish. Well, sorry, silly narble, but I cannot let you go. It's subalubble dinner time, and you should have stayed below. The narble cowered back in fear and shook from fin to fin, but then he saw a school of fish called Shiny Glimmy Glynn. The Glimmy Glynn swam right past the Subalubble's face, and the narble grabbed the Glimmy Fin and quickly left its place. The narble swam up higher still until he saw some light. He knew it had to be the sun, and oh, was it a sight. Closely by, a plink was sleeping, lying on his back. He rubbed his giant belly as he dreamed about a snack. The narble smiled happily and set his fins a-swimming. 
but he didn't see the plink wake up, for he was busy grinning. The narble almost made it to the surface of the sea, but the plink chomped down and swallowed him as if he were a pea. The narble sat inside the plink and started softly crying. He never made it out. He'd never make it out. So was there any point in trying? But the narble knew he'd come too close to quit and give up now. There must be some way out of here. There's got to be somehow. So the narble swam around inside, trying very hard to think. And while he did, his floppy tail was tickling the plink. The plink was very ticklish, and he couldn't hold it in. He tried to cover up his laugh with his giant plinkish fin. (laughs) But his mouth was open long enough for the narble to swim free. He swam so fast the hungry plink did not have time to see. Far above the ocean floor, above the narble's homes, above the blyfish families and dancing water gnomes, above the swimming gungaloo and slimy dundle-dun, a narble flipped above the waves and smiled at the sun. The End